Our perspective is usually from the business owner side can be very biased if we are not also asking ourselves, what is the other perspective? What are other people seeing? How are other people receiving this communication? And what action are they gonna take based on that? You are listening to the Infinite Franchisee Show. I am your host, April Porter. I am a franchisee empire building strategist, creator of the Infinite Franchisee Program, attorney, and an award-winning multi-unit franchisee on a mission to fill the gap between the franchise model and the executive level strategies you need to increase profits, build a team, and scale into multiple locations. Here, we connect every franchisee to infinite possibilities. Hey there, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Today's topic is about business owner bias and how it will be sabotaging your business if you don't get it in check. So first, what is business owner bias? Well, business owner, it sounds terrible, right? Business owner bias. Nobody wants to be biased. But the reality is we always have biases, right? We can't help it. Subconsciously, we hold on to biases. It's through our experiences throughout life. and how we deal with those biases is really the measure of who we are as people. So recognizing the biases and being able to address them and eliminate them, that's the key, okay? Don't beat yourself up for having biases. That's just the way it is, but ask yourself, do I recognize when I have a bias? Do I address it? And do I eliminate it? And that's what we're talking about here today in the context of being a business owner. So a business owner bias is the way that we look at our business. I mean, how many of you, just tell me right now, like how many of you love your business? How many of you love what you do? That's why most of you got into it because you are passionate about it and because you are excited to actually deliver that product and service to your customers because you know it's gonna change their lives for the better, right? And because of that, you know your product and service is the very best on the market, better than all the competition for all of the right reasons, right? Just like a child, just like your baby. You got the cutest baby out of the whole class, right? Okay, somebody else looking at our business may not think it's the cutest baby. They might think it's a very cute baby, but maybe it has a few things in it that they don't really want or they don't desire or they don't see the value in. So there's two different perspectives. Our perspective is usually from the business owner side can be very biased if we are not also asking ourselves, what is the other perspective? What are other people seeing? How are other people receiving this communication? And what action are they going to take based on that? So that's where business owner bias comes into. When we just run our business based upon what we think is amazing without looking at the other side of the coin and without looking at the other perspectives. So I am going to give you an example today of this happening recently, and we're going to break it down. We're going to analyze it and break it down to make this message really clear as to how sometimes this can be sabotaging your business in multiple ways. So this was not related to any of my clients. This is a post I saw on Facebook and it was actually part of a networking group. And this gentleman owns a auction company, kind of like the eBay stores of the past where 
He will, when an estate needs to be sold because either someone has moved into a senior living environment or has unfortunately passed away, the family can contact him and he can take the items that they would like to sell, put them online, sell them, and then whatever he receives, he gives a percentage, he keeps a percentage and gives the proceeds to the family. So it's a way for the family to get as much as they can out of the items, but not having to do the work. It's a very wonderful service. Yes. So this gentleman had posted how he had been receiving several referrals from people in the group and was thanking everyone. And he wanted to assure his networking colleagues that he takes care of people. And if he isn't the right fit, he will tell the client rather than take advantage of them. Again, extraordinarily commendable, right? And from his business owner perspective, he's like, I want to tell you that I'm going to treat people right and I'm going to take care of them. And if I'm not the best fit for them, then I'm going to be honest with them rather than taking their money and taking their items and taking advantage of them. Okay. So in this scenario, he was referred someone and that person told him, hey, we want to sell this whole estate and we want to be done with it. And he explained his services as to how he conducts his business. Okay, I'll take the items, I'll take pictures of them, I'll get them online, I'll post them. Once they sell, I'll keep a percentage and you'll get all the money. And the potential client said, we don't want to do that. We want this done fast and cheap. We just want to sell all the items to you then you can go sell them online and whatever they make, they make, but we just want to be done with it. I want you to think back to when you first started your franchise. Do you remember all the dreams that you had? You felt like you would be on top of the world, running a business, helping clients, supporting employees, and most importantly, you were going to be the one in charge. You didn't have to answer to the man. If you were like me, you found yourself tired, overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, wondering where your next employee is going to come from and why your marketing efforts are just costing you money instead of bringing in the flood of leads that you need to keep the doors open. And on top of all of that, you are missing out on family time. You haven't taken a vacation since before you signed your franchise agreement. Something has to give, and I hear you. I've been there and I'm here to tell you there is a way to break away from your current reality and achieve that original vision of freedom you had. I opened four successful franchises and took all of them to the top 20% revenue earners in just under three years. And I only worked five hours per week total on the business. I didn't realize it at the time. But that never happens. And it only happened for me once I stopped working in my business like an employee and started working on it. I knew something had to change if I wanted to see my original vision come to life. That's why I created my free masterclass starting on February 7th, the Franchise Growth Formula. You can learn my simple franchise growth formula for achieving unlimited income, lifestyle freedom, and ultimate peace of mind. Over five days, I am going to teach you how to earn multiple six figures working less than six hours per week in your business, how to stop the daily fires once and for all and run your day like a freedom franchisee, hire and train the talent you need for consistent, predictable growth the marketing and sales formula to scale your revenue and multiply your profits, and finally, the million dollar franchise roadmap. 
a blueprint for putting all the pieces together to move from a stressed out, underpaid franchisee to a wealthy, freedom-loving entrepreneur. Yes, please. To join the masterclass, all you need is one hour a day, the week of February 7th, and to head over to the link in the show notes to save your spot. Your concierge will take care of the rest. Yep, you heard that right. We are making this super simple for you. You will have a concierge to answer your questions, help you find the replays, and implement what you have learned from the masterclass into your business flawlessly. So stop what you are doing right now, seriously pause this episode and click the link in the show notes. Take back your sanity and your dreams of what your business and life would become. The power to reach your dreams is in your hands. See you there. Now, in this scenario, the business owner immediately felt like he wasn't the right fit. He wasn't the right fit for this client. And his reasoning was that if he were to buy all of the items at once, he would have to buy them for a low price because he doesn't know what they're going to fetch. But he predicted that they would fetch a significant amount of money. So his example was that he thought he would spend $4,000 to purchase all of the items, but likely sell them for $10,000. Now, I'm not sure what his fee was, but if his fee was, let's say, 20%, he would take $2,000 and the clients would receive $8,000. But if he bought them for $4,000 and then went and sold them for $10,000, the clients would only get $4,000 and he would end up with $6,000 instead of two. And in his mind, he thought this was unfair. He thought that this would be taking advantage of the client. He saw this as he would be doing a disservice to them because of the discrepancy in what they could potentially make. Here's where the business owner bias comes in. If the client was concerned about how much money they would make and their goal was to make as much money as possible off of the sale of these items in the estate, he would have been correct that offering only to buy the items and sell them on his own would not get them to their goal. And so that could be seen as a little shady if he was doing it intentionally or maybe even unintentionally. But if word got out about that, it would be seen as him not doing great business practices and he doesn't want to operate that way. And again, I commend him for that. But that's the only perspective he looked at the scenario with. He looked at the perspective of money. And so many times business owners take on the perspective that clients are always going to want the cheapest option or to make the most money and that their number one concern in every scenario is money. The reality is that many times the number one concern of a client is to remove a pain point in their lives. And this client had actually told him, we don't care about the money. We want it done fast. We want it done cheap. We just want it done. This isn't really surprising in an estate scenario. Sometimes people pass away and their relatives are unwillingly charged with liquidating the estate. It's not a job that people want. It's not money that they were expecting to get. It just doesn't hold value for them in their lives. So they don't really want to deal with it and they don't want this put on their plate. So for many people in this scenario, simply getting it done and having somebody else do it is actually worth paying someone to do it many times. So they're not worried about how much money they're going to get. But because he assumes that 
his clients want to make money and that's why they have him selling things. And he assumes that if he makes more money than the client, that it makes him a bad business owner. He turned these people away. He turned them away. And if instead he had gotten rid of his business owner bias and said, you know what, let me take a deep breath here and let me take a look at this from another perspective rather than what I think is best for this scenario, rather than what I think is the top level service and the most value I can bring to the situation. Let me look at it from this potential client's perspective. Let me remove my bias and let me say, what is it that they're looking for? What is it that they want? Where do they see value? And can I provide it? Now, if what they wanted wasn't in his offerings, it wasn't a service that he provided and he could not in good faith fulfill the expectations from a service perspective, absolutely, he was right. They are not a good fit for him. But it doesn't seem like that was the scenario. It seems that the client simply wanted it done fast and cheap. And the client most likely would have been thrilled with $4,000 and never having to look at those items again, not having to wait for them to be sold one at a time over a three-month period before he would get paid and be done with the estate. So in the scenario, had the business owner just relinquished his bias, he would have been able to serve a client, meet that client's expectations, and probably got a glowing review and recommendation from that client. He would have actually made more money by meeting the client's needs, desires, and expectations. So many times business owner bias comes in under the guise of morality. We as business owners, because we get into something that we are passionate about, because we love our product and service so much, many times we make the mistake of treating it like a hobby. And we forget that when we take on business ownership, we are in business and business requires making money. And it's nothing to be ashamed of or to feel bad about. There is value in the services that you bring, but there is more value in providing the services that meet your client's desires. So if you want to avoid these type of mistakes, take a step back, stop thinking about your business and what you think is the best way to run it. And instead ask yourselves the question, what is it that my client would really want? What would really meet their expectations? Is there another way I could do business or I could provide this service in which I would be able to fulfill more desires than just the single purpose that I think people are coming to me for? And do a brainstorming exercise to really dive into that. That's what I challenge you with this week, because only by challenging ourselves, that's the key to getting you all to infinite success. So take it on. Who's going to take the challenge? Let me know and let me know how it turns out. I'd love to know if you discover a business owner bias that could be harming your business after taking on this challenge. And of course, if you have any questions while you're doing it, just ask April Porter. I'll see you all next week. Thank you for setting aside time to grow your business and mindset with me today. Every franchisee has a dream to achieve sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And I created this podcast to help you do just that. So if you loved what we covered and you know someone who could benefit from it, I would be honored if you would share it with them. Between now and next time, don't you dare settle for anything less than infinite success.